powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Leaf fans, was that not the leafiest win you've ever seen? Two days ago, we lose to the Islanders. Today, we end the winning streak of Adam Wilde's favorite team, the New Jersey Devils. Rest in peace to the New Jersey Devils. And, of course, to nothing else, if nothing but Adam's tube top. Leaf fans, I have here was that my not Moira the Rose candle. We are gonna. Two days ago, we're gonna we burn a candle Islanders for just today, a minute. We for end the, the winning streak. Loss of Adam of Adam's Wilde's favorite top. team, the New Jersey Devils. And in Rest celebration in of a Leafs Devils. win, and that really the refs won. Nothing else. I don't think New Jersey Devils fans won. That's for Adam's sure. tube top. New Jersey Devils fans, welcome to the chat. Leafs fans, welcome back. If it is your first time here, my name is Lauren. I'm a Toronto Maple Leaf fan and your host for tonight's post-game. Leafs win over the New Jersey Devils. What a game. Not a lot to talk about. I mean, just the other day, we were all talking about how, you know, there's been lots of games that the Leafs have played that maybe they shouldn't have won. And I think we can all agree the Leafs probably should not have won. Probably should not have won. What a game. Oh, hang on. My audio is going all funny. How about that? Is that way better? This is way better. Sorry about that. It's my first time running a solo stream, so I have the audio going through my computer. Anyway, doesn't matter. Leafs win. Two to one over the New Jersey Devils. I think we can all collectively unclench after that last five minutes. Murray winning in the game for the for the Buds. Holy cow! Uh, I was really thinking that you know when the Leafs gave up when the Leafs went on that last power play, the John Tavares power play. I actually looked at my wife who was sitting beside me on the couch at the time, and I said, "The Devils are going to score here. They're going to score shorthanded, and I bet it's called off. I should I should place a bet. And if you want to bet, you can do it at Sports Interaction." Canada Sportsbook. Football continues. Basketball's back. Hockey season's well underway. You can bet pregame, live, and player on one of our many prop bets. Made for Canadians by Canadians. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all that sports betting has to offer. You can head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. Ontario only. 19 plus. Please play responsibly. I was actually sitting next to my wife, and I actually did make a joke that I should put a bet down because I knew that they were going to score. I didn't think it was going to be called back, though. I thought the Leafs were going to give up a give up the lead, and eventually they did. And uh, I thought that it was going to go to overtime, and I thought that Nick Robertson was going to win. But we won in regulation. Two points we probably shouldn't have gotten. Arguments could be made that we could have gotten one, maybe. But holy cow, talking about stealing two points from a team that. If those goals are not called non-goals, which they were not goals, but, you know, by the end of the game, the Leafs are down 4-2 if it goes the other way. But tonight, but tonight, it doesn't matter because tonight the lucky bounces that we have go our way. And my goodness, my my condolences to Jersey fans that spent money to go there. I'm sure, I'm sure being on the receiving end of that must have been awful and feel like the League is slighted towards the Leafs, but I can promise you that it is not. Um, I do have my water here, everybody. In case there's any spicy people in the chat, um, we're going to have a great session tonight. We're going to have a great stream tonight. I'm glad you're all here with me on this lovely Wednesday evening after a win that arguments could be made the Leafs shouldn't have won. How is everybody doing in the chat? 
Everybody's excited about Nicky Bobby. We're going to talk about him. We're going to talk about the trade that happened. We're going to talk about Mac Hollowell and his first NHL goal. Everybody, send some clap emojis up into the chat for Mac Hollowell. Hit a like for Mac Hollowell. Hit subscribe for Mac Hollowell. <laughs> uh, so let's start right at the beginning of the game. First couple shifts, Nicky Bobby right away playing with some playing with crazy pressure, getting body position every shift. Every time he's going for the puck, he was getting it. His presence tonight is exactly what the Leafs have been looking for. Gosh, it was good to see him. He looked hungrier than ever, and he didn't. He wasn't able to get a point tonight. But gosh, he just just doesn't he just look like he belongs? And I think he does. And I think maybe with tonight's game, with how hard he played, with how hard he was on the puck, how do you not cheer for him to make the team? Golly, <sighs> what a game! I'm just so excited to be here, guys. I'm so excited for that win. I'm so excited for for all of this. Uh, so the first, again, we're going on to the first, sorry, I keep getting distracted with how, how good that game that was. I can't even get over it. Uh, lots of examples of great body positioning by Nikki Bobby. Devils have some crazy good forecheck in the la in the first 10 minutes. There was some, some opportunities that I thought for sure were going to go their way and they didn't. They score first, d Devils score first, you know, goals called, no goal. New Jersey challenges, loses the challenge. No goal remains. Toronto gets a power play. And the first power play I thought looked pretty good. Right? First power play didn't look great, but it was it was fine. There was a couple good chances that they have. And it felt like as the game went on, every single power play they got just looked objectively worse and worse and worse and worse. And, you know, they don't produce on the power play tonight. And they shouldn't have because, well, no, the one goal was a power play. Honestly, it's all such a blur. Holy cow. I'm, I, I'll look at how dense my notes are from this game. This was just the first period up to here. Holy cow. Uh, so, uh, Toronto on the power play, Devils fans chanting, refs, you suck, louder than I think I've ever heard any any stadium I've ever hear say, refs, you suck. Uh, talk about some impassioned fans there. Uh, so, the Leafs can't capitalize on the power play. Tavares scores five hole off a great pass by Marner to put the Leafs up one nothing. Should have been 1-1 according to Devils fans and according to, you know, I'm sure lots of believers, but, you know, a no goal is a no goal, right? Uh, so Tavares scores, they go crazy. And then just a couple minutes later, Holmberg gets his first as a leaf after a great opportunity, after some great zone pressure, there was a fantastic pass by Sandine to, to keep it in the zone and everything. And Holmberg gets some space. You know, he, he sees that the puck goes to the other side of the blue line. He gets into the middle of the ice, gets it, bang, bang, boom, second five hole goal for the Leafs. And, uh, I mean, there was another goal later in the game that they could have got that was also five hole. I can't remember who it was. I want to say it was later on. I want to say it was in the second. There was a, a Tavares shot that I thought was going five hole. And I was like, oh my gosh, this guy's going Freddie Anderson five hole. Uh, so the Leafs go up 2 nothing with six minutes to go. Chances coming from persistence and pressure. Uh, they get a chance. Holmberg draws a penalty just with, with uh, just under three minutes to go in the third. Or in the first, sorry. And the power play looks uh, awful. Second one looks awful. I actually made notes. This was the one that the power play that I think basically led Nylander being put on the second the second power play line. Because the second power play that they get. And I actually wrote down on my notes here. I actually wrote down how many times Rasmus Sandin passed back and forth to William Nylander. And it's one, two, three, four, five, six... Seven in the first 23 seconds of the power play. They passed it once to Marner and once to Matthews. Other than that, just playing catch with it. 
that was my biggest criticism of the power play tonight. I was actually really pleased to see that uh, Keith put Nylander down onto the second line of the power play because he just that him on that side just doesn't work. It seems like it was it was very rough. Um, so they go to the they go to the first intermission up to nothing in a game that they probably should have been you know only up two one at that point. Um, and we go to the second big cheddar. So happy for Mac Hollowell. What a goal for him, eh? Like, he's he's been in the minors now for a couple years and, and been waiting for his opportunity and seeing other guys get chances. And, you know, it must be really hard to be. I mean, we're going to have uh, uh, Marley's legend, uh, Nick Barton, on here in a couple weeks to talk about some of the rookies that we have going on. So that's going to be really exciting for the stream. But... Uh, you know, he was talking on, on Twitter today about what a chance uh, Hollowell has. And it turns out that uh, Leafs legendary alumni Joe Thornton actually reached out to Matt Hollowell um, yesterday or today and just saying, hey, just go out there, play your game, play some hockey. Just, just you know, play the game that we all know. Play the game that we all know you can. And, uh, you know, and tonight he gets he gets that opportunity. And, and uh, man, just su- such a good... Such a good, such a good night for him. So he he had a couple, you know, the first shift that he's on, he was on with Ben, and and I actually had to look up what his jersey number was because it was his first game. And so he, uh, Holmberg, was, not Holmberg. Oh my goodness, I'm just so excited about this guy, this game, guys. Yeah, Mac Hollowell, sorry, Mac Hollowell, number 81, playing with Jordy Ben, number 18. Uh, ben goes down later in the game, uh, leaves the bench at the end of the towards the end of the second. Um, comes back for the third and then goes off with uh, just over 15 minutes left in the game. So worrying about him, but you know, Mac Hollowell having his first, his first NHL game tonight. Uh, he looked great. He had a first cup, the first shift that he had with Ben it looked like he had some, he, he had a first touch pass that went right up the ice that led to not a great scoring chance, but an opportunity up the middle of the ice, which is nice to see. I'm sure it must've been great for his confidence to be able to go and see that. Yeah. Holmberg, not Hollowell. Yeah. Sorry about that. Stressful being on my first solo stream, guys. Please be kind. Uh, anyway, yes. Holmberg, Hollowell. They're so similar. I can get all of the other names straight, but why Why these two keep getting mixed up? I don't know why my brain is just clogged. Um, so, yeah, first his first shift, Mac Hollowell's first shift is only 33 seconds, but gets to a nice first chance. Good opportunity. Get the first shift out of the way. No dramatics happening. And... Uh, and he, through the game, he looked really good. I think he got up to about 12 minutes of ice time through the end of it. And, uh, yeah, just so moving on, we're going to go to the second. Uh, there's some great plays by uh, Nick Robertson again to start the second period. He's put, got some great pressure going on. Another goal called off by the Devils at this point. And the the refs you suck cheers go louder and louder and louder and and. The Devils start pushing. They push harder and harder, and they have some unbelievable opportunities. And Murray was just – I hope he gets the belt tonight. This season they've been having this, like, WWE Leafs belt for the player of the game, and uh, I hope that Murray gets it tonight. He deserves it. He He's the reason that the Leafs won that game. He really was, aside from the refs, of course, and the non-goals that were called off. But Murray playing the way that he did tonight uh, – you know, really settling down the puck, not really allowing any second chances or anything. It's it's been it's been really really great to see how he's been playing since he's come back from his injury. You know, we were all really worried about how he was going to be playing and um, if the injury was going to come back. And there's a chance that it will. Listen, 
we all know if you're in this chat, you know how many injuries the Leafs have had this season and the signings that they've had to make because of them. And uh, and to see him come back and, and play so well in that position where so many people doubted him. And, you know, there's like I said, there's a chance that he could hopefully not go down with another injury again. But <sighs> he looked great. He looked great. And he's looked like a, like a goalie that we suddenly don't need to worry about, which I wasn't really expecting. You know, last season there was so much wishy-washiness on how the goalies were going to play night to night. I mean, when Morazic was in net, you knew it was going to be bad. And when Campbell played, you didn't know which version it was going to be. Was it going to be, you know, 11 win in a row, Jack Campbell? Or was it going to be let seven in a lot of them muffins games, right? And so for Murray to come in and be this dominant and uh, and be able to see all of this, and, and to see his progression, to see how he's playing, to see how the team responds to him and sticks up for him and, and 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 has his back tonight. You know, at the end of the game, he actually shoots the puck in the other team's net. And he must he must feel great. And I'm so glad that he's been able to come here and have some success and, and feel better. And listen, if he can play like this, I'd be happy having him behind all of our guys uh, for the rest of the season with with Samsonov, I think that that's a tandem that if they keep playing up the way they the way they are, like you know, we don't need them to be, we don't need them to be Connor Hellebuck, we don't need to be you know Andre Vasilevsky, we just need somebody that's going to give the guys a chance. And for the, him to play the way that he has the last few games, coming back from injury, it's been, it's been really the resurgence of Matt Murray can't be understated. And and I'm just so happy for the guys. I'm so happy for him. I'm so happy for his family and everything. Obviously, I'm sure it must be such a relief to be able to take a deep breath and see how and see how well he's doing now and how well the team is playing around him. I, I can't say enough good things about him. Making great p- kills. Uh, they kill a they kill the PK. Uh, go on through the second still. They kill the PK. Ben goes down. Buns get a great chance. A great chance that just goes a little, like, three inches too high off of a, a great pass by Pierre Engvall. He had a great game, too. He had, what, I think five goal, five shots on goal by the end of the game? It was a really good night for Pierre Engvall. Again, really good body positioning, getting in the lanes, getting, getting, just getting the stick out of, out of the way of the other players. And I tell you, the Leafs maybe didn't deserve to win tonight and beat the Devils and end and, and their win streak, but they, they played, they played hard enough to, to end up with two points, even though, Again, if there's doubles fans in the chat, I'm sorry, but maybe you should have won this game, but the Leafs fought hard, and it did feel like a playoff game. I've seen a couple people in the chat say that it felt like a playoff game, and it did. It did. It had the energy. It had the passion. The fans were unbelievable. They were saying on the broadcast that it was the loudest that they would have heard, and uh, man, that that arena, I tell you, if, if, the, if the Leafs end up meeting the Devils in the playoffs, this game is going to, to come back. And, and this is going to be bulletin board material for the Devils if they, you know, later on down the season when they play again. And if they end up meeting in the playoffs, which is, you know, not out of the realm of possibility. You know, it's early in the season. We don't know where the playoff standings are going to be. Maybe by the end of the season we're in a playoff spot. Maybe not. It's difficult to say. And, you know, games like this, last year it was the Winnipeg game, right? They they have the game early in, early in the year. And then not until the end of the year do they see each other again. And... The Leafs just played the Devils, what was it, like six days ago? So, you know, a couple games close together, and the last one the Devils win, and this one the Leafs win. And, uh, you know, one apiece isn't bad for the season, but if it goes and they meet in the playoffs, there is going to be, they're going to need bigger helmets for all the debris that will be thrown on the ice. Let me put it that way. Let me put it that way. 
so go on, keeping going through the game. The Devils take another hooking with uh, four to go. Worse than the second. And, uh, you know, the Leafs' third power player looks worse than the second somehow. It's just, it was brutal. So, Ben, so that's the end of the second. Still up 2 nothing. And uh, back on the third, we see Jordy Ben is back on the bench. Felt really good about that. It was, you know, we've already gone through enough defensemen this year. And we're going to get to the the trade that was made earlier today for Connor Timmins. Um, but Ben is back on the bench for the beginning of the third and doesn't even make it to the end of the game and is back down the tunnel. Uh, Murray pushes the net off. And uh, thank goodness. I, I don't think it was on purpose. Maybe it was a little bit on purpose, but... Um, you know, it ends up sort of pausing the game for long enough that they almost went to a, com- a full commercial break. And uh, there was twice two shifts back to back where the Leafs get hems in into their own zone. And I thought for sure there, I was like, oh my gosh, the Leafs are going to give up another, another, another game, 10 minutes to go left in the sec in the third period. And they don't, they do give up a goal, you know, with uh, however, 13. Oh, no, Hamilton takes a high sticky penalty with 12.36 to go. The Leafs give up the shorty, and that one again is called back. A hat trick of called off goals. Has that ever happened? Maybe the, ch- maybe the chat can, can give me some answers on if that has ever happened. Three called off goals all in one game. HP Shovecraft. That's a fantastic name. Uh, I think Murray was lucky that wasn't called a penalty. I think you're right. I think that it I think that initially they didn't think that it was malicious and it they actually had to get you know one of the one of the equipment guys to come onto the ice with another guy with the drill and everything to be able to put it all back together so maybe there was actually something slightly defective with it um but I think that that's definitely it's lucky that the Leafs didn't get a penalty and especially knowing how the game progressed and how much the devils pushed in the third boy, that whole building, as soon as, as soon as Hamilton gets the goal with whatever it was, uh, six left or five, 10 to go five fifteen to go, you know, Dougie Hamilton buries one off a, a crazy deflection. I couldn't believe that that went in from the angle that it was just a, it looked like a high pass. He just tips it right in, goes, goes top slot on Murray. Nothing you can do about that. And the last five minutes, I was just standing up pacing around my apartment, watching, trying to get my OBS stream set up so that I could stream after the game and not even really being able to sit down because I couldn't believe how stressed out I was over the game. It was just, it was unbelievable. I refilled my uh, <clears throat> my special water. And the Leafs kill it off. Geo has... Uh, a near miss empty net shot that pings off the goalpost, and I couldn't believe it. I almost collapsed onto the floor in front of my couch because I thought that it was going in and it pings off the post. And I was like, the Devils are going to score now. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. It's going to be bad. But there you go. Leafs squeeze out a win. <sighs> Probably the hardest win that they've got so far this season, honestly. Um, yeah. So. We're gonna let's let's talk about some of the things that happened in the game. We'll talk about the Devils fans throwing stuff on the ice, the Leafs actually having to go, physically go down the tunnel because they were getting being pelted with stuff. The amount of beverage and and paraphernalia that was strewn across the ice, I thought for sure they were gonna have to pull out the Zamboni for sure because there was beer on the ice and Gatorade and and all kinds of good stuff and. 
listen, I don't condone that. And I, I'm not saying that that's the right thing to do. And I personally wouldn't, I wouldn't throw things on the ice like that. Maybe a hat if they got a hat trick, but you know, it's, you're, you're, I don't know how much the beer is in New Jersey, but I can't imagine it's cheap. So you're going to go to this hockey game and then you're going to throw, what, like a $20 worth of beer on the ice? That's, I mean, I get it. I, I would be angry too about all those goals that should have been from the, from the perspective of Devils fans. You know, all of those goals that don't go in or are called off or are called non-goals. I, it must have been just absolutely enraging to be, to be on the receiving end of that. And it's moments like that where I'm like, I understand why sometimes other teams think that the league is slanted in the Leafs' favor. And then I, <laughs> yeah, Beamer 2005, they threw everything but waffles. Yeah, you're not wrong. Maybe they didn't get the memo on the waffles, but I guarantee you if they, if they meet in the playoffs, there's going to be all kinds of all kinds of things thrown on the ice if there's another game with that kind of level, with that level of energy, with that level of chaos, with that level of drama. Because what a hockey game. It, you know, listen, if this, if this happens five years ago, maybe that game does end 4-2 for the Leafs. It was, uh, ask, <laughs> mask Pedinoff, ask the hole in my wall if it was enraging. Um, I will guess that the wall would say yes. And my condolences, and uh, I hope that it's easily fixable drywall. Uh, Leafs got absolutely dominated the last two periods, had no business winning the game, but Murray is fantastic again. Yeah, you're not wrong, Vince. There was there was a couple moments, especially the the two Holdens, where they where the Devils, like, listen, all credit to them. You see games like that, you against the Devils tonight. That's why they won. That's why they won 13 in a row. It was it was unbelievable pressure. It was unbelievable passes. It was unbelievable sustained zone time. You know they didn't they didn't get to thirteen wins for nothing. They didn't get there without deserving it. And uh, I saw <laughs> Peter Grimshaw. I saw a woman's wig on the ice. Wow, that's 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 pretty. Uh, that's that's impassionate. Wigs are not cheap. Like twenty dollar beer is not cheap, but a good wig is like a couple hundred dollars. I think. Hey, Leslie. Uh, New Jersey Swamp Fox. It's a Toronto podcast. Go find a New Jersey one if you think this is biased. It is biased towards the Leafs. This is game over Toronto. I am a Leafs fan in case that is not evident uh, by the various jerseys, merchandise, and hat that I would normally be wearing, but it doesn't fit with the headphones. Uh, SDPN, do Devils fans think they will, they yell, refs, you suck, they will help them like Lindy? Um, That's a good question. I don't know if it helps. At that point in the game, you have three goals call off. It can't hurt you anymore either, right? And it, I mean, argue, I could argue that the second John Tavares penalty, the one that was called, I, I want to think, I think it was called for slashing. Was it holding? I wrote it down somewhere. Takes another penalty. Oh, it was a trip, the tripping call. And he did trip him, but it was just... I think that there was a couple penalties that were called against the Leafs that were sort of meant to be like, oh, we're sorry, makeup calls. But, you know, it already seemed like the refs were game managing, right? Like, I... Listen, I don't feel great about how the Leafs won that, to be clear. I don't feel great about that win. I don't feel great about how they won. I don't feel great about how the Leafs played. I don't feel great about how the power play played. I don't feel great about how their PK played. I don't feel great about a lot of things about the Leafs game tonight. And, you know, maybe this was the first game this season where they win a game that they 
really probably should not have. And they haven't really had any of those so far this season. They've had games where they probably shouldn't have earned overtime, but then they lose in overtime, right? They, they're one in five in overtime this year. So, you know, it, I would understand it if, if, if it seemed like there were penalties that weren't being called that were slanted towards the Leafs and the Leafs were getting like power play goal after power play goal after power play goal after power play goal. But the problem is, is that the goals that were called off weren't goals. Like the third goal specifically, it, he kicked it. He did. And there was another, I don't remember which Devils player it was, but there was another, Devil, another Devils player that was at the other side of the post, at the other edge of the net. And if he had hit it, then it's a tie game and we go to overtime and maybe I'm not even live streaming yet, right? But he doesn't touch the puck. It goes in off of a kick and that's what it is. That is the actual definition of distinct kicking motion. That's what that was. And again, I don't like the way that the Leafs won tonight, but the, that goal specifically, if we can just talk about that goal for a minute, that goal specifically wasn't a goal. That's the rule. You can't kick the puck in. This is not the World Cup. The World Cup is on right now. And if you want to watch that, that's fine. But you can't do that in hockey. It's not a, it's not a rule. That Tatar play was just blatant. Yes. T yeah. It was it was blatant. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't help that the ref who screwed up the first call is from the Toronto area. Just kidding. Well, I don't know. I, I, I don't think. I think it would be probably pretty hard to have a. To be a fan of a team as a ref. I imagine it's probably similar to how a lot of reporters feel where they don't necessarily have a team that they're like major fans of because it's their job, right? Kind of like uh, Sean Evans with the Hot Ones wings. Uh, Keith challenged literally none of the goals. Yeah. It, and that's that's a great point, Robert. I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up. It's not like all of these coaches were, were coaches' challenges that went Keith's way. He didn't challenge any of them. They were all called no goal on the ice. All of them. All of them. And... I wanted Keith to challenge the Hamilton goal just for the jokes. That's that's just a Torontonian. That's very funny. I don't know if I my I probably would have had heart palpitations at that point if that's what really happened. Because <clears throat> listen, the Leafs didn't look good on the PK, and we're already down enough defensemen. I don't want to put any more of our guys in shot blocking lanes as possible, right? They'd rest even to incidental contact, and by the rule, that means the goal should have been allowed. Well. Uh, the first goal was a coin flip on whether or not that's goal interference. I mean, all of the goals that were called back, there was some element of like, ah, right? The first one, the skate blades are basically touching like this, right? They're touching right beside each other. And, and if that prevented more, I can't say I wasn't there. I'm not Murray. I can't speak to whether or not it actually committed any interference. And maybe he was just going to miss it either way, but you can't be in the blue paint by yourself. That's the rule. And Marner was there, but it's not like he was pushing him into the goalie. So I understand. I Vince, Vince, I understand what you're doing. And you're just fighting for your guys. And I respect that. I got nothing but respect for that. But, you know, game ends 2-1. And unfortunately, we don't get to ask the refs afterwards what happened, right? It's The decision is made. And unfortunately, Leafs fans... There's so many of us that if we were able to buy refs, we probably would have by now. But it's just not possible. Like, the Leafs, if you think that the refs are always favoring the Leafs, well, is do all of their cups show that? Show the devil's tears. Andrew, the chat, our actual, our, our game over chat came up with this idea. This was a great idea. I was so pleased to find out we had post-it notes. 
Vince, this sips for you, buddy. Satiates the spice. Satiates the spice. <laughs> the call center is in Toronto, though. It is in Toronto. And and I don't think that if it was in Vancouver, it would help them. You would think the call center is in Toronto, though. Yeah, you're right. And they still haven't won past the first round. Right? Like... They have it went past the first round. It it, it does it, it does have to be somewhere, Robert. You're right. And the Hockey Hall of Fame is here. There are a lot of Leaf fans here. It is one of the most popular NHL cities to play in, whether or not you as a fan like that. The fact of the matter is, it is different to play hockey in Toronto than it is to play in Anaheim, right? Uh, I can't remember who it was. I think it was uh, Drew Doughty was talking about how different it is to play in... Uh, in California to be able to just go to the grocery store and nobody really recognizes you. Like if you come here, if you come to Toronto to play hockey, it is understood. I think to some degree within the league that you don't get to have a normal life because there are leaf fans everywhere. And like I go to work every day, usually with some form of Leafs merchandise. And I'm not the only person that's like that on the, on TTC. And, uh, you know, I understand why you think that, why some people may think that there is bias towards the Leafs, but do all of our first round exits have anything to show for that? Do all of our Stanley Cups, since that situation room was brought to Toronto, have anything to show for that? Not really. Not really. Uh, case in point, the Hall interference in Game 7 last year. Oh, okay. Let's not get back to the last year. Last year is last year. We can't go back to the last year. The league isn't the same as last year. Everybody's on different teams. There's lots of people on different teams. Those New Jersey fans should have been kicked out of the game. Well, listen, I understand. Handshake line respect. You're not entirely wrong. Like, it is technically illegal. And I think depending on the venue, there are rules about being banned for life or for a certain amount of time if if you throw things on the ice but there were so many i mean that's a how do you narrow down that many people i mean i'm sure that they could but you know is that the kind of ire that the that the devils really want right now especially when they are playing so even though they lost tonight you know i will agree with devils fans if you guys are in the chat i will agree that the the devils probably should have won tonight I am happy to concede that. And, and you know, if there was a magic wand, I'm sure that lots of people would change the score, right? There's been so many, there's so many calls recently about how there's too much interference by the refs. No pun intended. There's too much interference and there's too many things that are called off and all of these things are just a matter of inches. But listen, football is a team of inches too. So is golf. Like, there's lots of team there's lots of things that are that are games of inches and it's just it's it's unfair to say that that you know one thing is worse than another it's just just tough the leafs bench coaches or trainers were trolling pointing at fans not throwing anything uh maybe we launch a bunch of refs onto the iss to quell the call toronto call center <laughs> narrative once and for all just a torontonian that's very funny i mean you know, Canadian hero and astronaut Chris Hadfield is actually a Leafs fan. Just saying. Just saying. Wouldn't that be an unbelievable thing to have? 
He would be a cool guest to have. Remember, yes, remember to hit that like button for Lauren. Thanks, Andrew. Remember to hit like. Remember to hit subscribe. If it is your first time here, again, my name is Lauren. You can find me on Twitter at Lauren in the Six. Uh, I'm so glad you guys are here tonight. Let's really quickly talk about some of the trade acquisition that was made today while I was taking a nap. Uh, Connor Timmons traded for Curtis Douglas to the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, Connor Timmons, six foot two, 202 pounds, right shot defenseman, which if Jordy Ben is in fact down, they will be needing him sooner rather than later. Unfortunately, it does look like Connor Timmons has a little bit of injury history. He was out for almost a full year with a concussion uh, a couple of years ago in the 2019-2020 season. And then he had a upper body injury that kept him out for a majority of the season after that as well. And uh, he's got 41 games played, 7 points. So he's certainly not, uh, he's certainly not, um, you know, he's certainly no Kale McCarr, but with the injuries that the Leafs have, there's not necessarily going to be a whole lot of opportunity to, to pick and choose who's going to play defense from the scraping the bottom of the barrel pile, right? I mean, Curtis Douglas has been in the Leafs system as a Marley for ages now. feels like at least four or five years, three or four years. Um, and he, I think Curtis Douglas left and then he came back and, uh, and now he's going to, he's, there's like a really good chance he's going to play uh, NHL games for, for Arizona at some point this season. Um, and, you know, we wish Curtis Douglas the best. He is a behemoth of a human. He's what, six foot nine, like six, seven off skates or some, some ridiculous statistic where, you know, I'm, I'm five eleven, and, and it would be one of these. I can't imagine what it would be like to play on the ice against that guy. My goodness. But we get Connor Timmons back. Uh, should be, if, if he's a rehabilitation project, which it sort of sounds like it is, it's sort of well known throughout the entire NHL league that a lot of Leaf, or not Leaf players, NHL players come to Toronto because of the uh, health system and the trainers and, and, the, and the utilities that the Leafs have as an organization that MLSE has access to just within the, G the GTA and, and everybody that's involved in the organization. Um, you know, Matt Murray last year was a wash and he comes back, does some work in the summer and, and comes back to full form. And I'm not saying that rehabilitation projects are the way that we should be going forward, but he's young. Connor Timmons was born in, in, in the nineties, in 98, I think. So he's a young guy. And, and if he can be somebody, he's only 850 against the cap. He's an RFA at the end of the season. You know, if it doesn't work out and he isn't what we were wanting, well, then, you know, you can you can release him. You don't have to sign an RFA or they find a new home for him. But right now, we don't have a whole lot of possibilities, right? I wasn't necessarily expecting Mac Hollowell to see games so early in the season with where they are in the standings, but injuries happen. And, geez, like, <sighs> trades happen when they have to. And, uh, and I'm glad that we were able to get somebody that has played NHL games. There are a lot of people that are saying, well, why don't we pull Victor Mete up? You know, he has 200 more NHL games than than Connor Timmons does. And that's right. And he's right. And and you're right if you are saying that. There are more games under, under Victor Mete's belt. But if another injury happens, then how far down the lineup do you have to go? Right? We can't sign anybody else to any contracts. 
Like, there's, unless contracts go out the door, there's nobody that we can sign. We've already fiddled with that too much this season. And it's just, it's just, it's just brutal. Just brutal. Not the Jordy Bunn news, the other news. Uh, sucks that the Devs lose their streak that way. I was there, a Devs fan here. Many thought on that. Wolfman, welcome to the chat. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that uh, your team didn't come through for you tonight. For what it's worth, my condolences. I actually I actually believe that your team was the better team tonight playing on the ice. They they played better in the third. They played better in most of the second. And, uh, and uh, I it would suck to go and pay like a couple hundred bucks to go see that game. And then they lose in that fashion. And that's why I don't necessarily fault a lot of fans that were throwing things onto the ice. I don't think that it's the proper thing to do. I don't think it's necessarily a mature thing to do, but, you know, that's what happens. Fans are passionate. Fans are fanatics. That's that's the whole deal. Mikey's Lab, we know what Mete looks like. Time to see the new guy. Plus, we depleted the Marlies defense. Mikey's Lab, you have a very good point, my friend. Nice to see you again, sir. Uh, listen, they there's no one, there's nobody else that we can call up right now. On defense, they're like the next guys in the line don't have NHL contracts and we can't afford to pull them up. <laughs> like we, we can't, we don't have the contract space to, to have them up there. It's just not, it's not in the cards. So, you know, sometimes you gotta, you gotta play the hand that you're dealt. And it sounds like Kyle Dubas took, took somebody that, you know, Curtis Douglas has had a couple of preseason games last season and this season with the Leafs and it just hasn't worked out and he's going to get a better opportunity. We all know that Kyle Dubas does right by his guys. Anybody that comes into the organization, more or less, if they think that they're not getting the opportunity that they deserve or that they want, you know, they're going to find, he's going to find another home for them. And I think it's one of the, I think it's, I think it's very slowly building a really good reputation with players in the league towards Dubas. Um, the way that he takes care of them, the way that he looks after guys when they're hurt, you know, everybody, if you're in this chat, there's a really good chance. If you're a Leafs fan that, you know, the story about when McKay got hurt and he stayed in the, and Kyle Dubas stayed in the hospital with, with Ilya McKay for like three days and went and bought a clothing cause he didn't have anything to wear like solid person. And, and reputations like that will get you farther in the league than bad ones. And, uh, you know, for him to take an opportunity with Curtis Douglas to get somebody in a position that the Leafs are are clearly need more assistance on, more defensemen. It 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 will be nice to see if if we can turn the newest Leaf Connor Timmons into a long term Leaf. That would be the goal. Maybe he's only ever a seventh D. Maybe he only is ever a bottom pair. But you know, I think that there's a good chance he's we're going to get more use out of him than Curtis Douglas. That's for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, refs won, not the Leafs. Yeah, you're not wrong, Jesse. You're not that. You're not wrong. It's agents who shouldn't look like Dubas. <laughs> it's agents who shouldn't like Dubas. Yeah, you're not wrong, Mackenzie. Uh, I think that Dubas has been fleeced a couple times when it comes to contracts. Um, but I think he's made a couple really good ones too. And I think that when he resigns David Camp this summer, it's going to be even better. And then I'll have an excuse to buy Camp jersey. Just saying. Uh, New Jersey Swamp Fox. That's that's a fun name. And I mean, drawing Tampa first round was hell. Oh, yeah. Listen, the way that this season is rolling out, I don't know who the Leafs are going to play in the first round. I I didn't have Detroit being as good as they are all of a sudden. Not all of a sudden, but so far this season. Philly has decided that they're actually not terrible. Because that's what John Tortorella does, right? He takes something that has almost nothing left and j just dehydrates and sucks the life out of and somehow brings back to life like Frankenstein. It's 
impressive if nothing else my goodness what do you guys what does the chat think chat who do you want the leafs to face so far uh with the current standings who do we got who's who's in the who's in the uh in the in the atlantic it's boston tampa leafs is that right i'm gonna look this up right now lauren is biased but fair hope you get into the sports announcing or an analyst business oh thanks that's really nice i appreciate that warms my cold little tiny heart uh, I appreciate that. Listen, I, I've i been a Leafs fan for a long time, and there are lots of teams that I cheer for and none so much as the Leafs. So I understand what it is like to be a passionate fan of a fan, of a fan base. And even though we don't cheer for the same team, that's okay. I can still cheer for you as a person. That's all we can hope for, right? Boston, lots of people want Boston. I do think Boston is the best redemption. That's the best. <laughs> Buffalo. Leslie, don't you dare. Stop it. Stop it. I predicted that. On our first video of the season, they asked what our prediction was going to be, and I said Boston was gonna, or Buffalo was going to make the playoffs. And if we see Buffalo in the playoffs, I'm going to cry. Probably on camera. Boston, please. Boston would be poetic. Boston, yes, Robert. Boston would also cause me pain. Pain and, like, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I would have to... I would have to watch it through, like, my fingers if it was Boston because I'm just... I have so much trauma <laughs> with Boston. <laughs> oh, I still think about May 2013. I remember where I was when that happened. And I can't wait for when the Leafs eventually beat Boston. I think I think even though it would be hard to watch, I do think Boston would be the best first round pick to have the first person to meet. In, in. I think that if the Leafs can make it through the first round, they're going to fuck everybody up. Because they're going to be so full of gusto and they're going to be so full of jazz and so full of juice and just so unbelievably stoked. Like the city's going to lose its mind whenever the Leafs get out of the first round. It's going to lose, lose, lose its mind. I, I cannot fucking wait, let me tell you. And if it is over Boston, I will have even more pictures of Bergeron crying saved on my phone than I do right now. And that would be the best. It would be the best, even though it would be hard, even though it would be, we would all be in such great shape because we'd be so tense for two weeks, but we're going to finish up in a minute here, guys. If anybody has any, any last questions, no way Boston sweeps the Leafs. Oh, New Jersey, you spicy, you spicy. You need some sour cream for that spice. I'll have some, some, some of my, some of my special ingredient water for some of that spice. Don't forget to hydrate, everybody. If you've been here all this time, make sure you're drinking some water. Uh, before we sign off, I want to thank everybody for being here tonight on your Wednesday evening. You could have been everywhere, anywhere, but you are here with me in my living room. You were here post-Leafs game win over the Devils. Poetic, persuaded by referees with, you know, lots of debris flown onto the ice. Game over Toronto is going to be back later this week with, uh, who are we playing next? I got it on my phone here. We are playing Minnesota on Friday. The boys are going to be taking over that stream. And uh, again, once again, thank you for being here. Make sure you guys hit like. Make sure you hit subscribe. Please comment down below if you have any feedback for me or the stream or any ideas. Any guests that you would like to see on, please let us know. Thank you again for being here. And I hope you all have a wonderful end of your week. Take care. See you later, Leaf fans. by Sports Interaction, Canada's Sportsbook.